0: Sam Howell getting his first career start this Sunday versus the boys. And the boys aren't resting anybody because they're trying to get number one seed if the Eagles lose to the Giants. But I think the Giants are going to rest a lot of guys. I mean, they're basically waiting to play the Vikings, who they play tough, or the Niners. And I'm hoping they, they're probably hoping, I would, everybody's hoping they'll play the Vikes because I think the Vikes are too up and down. But Sam Howell, and actually, ron rivera was starting this is what dove Kleiman said that they were starting taylor heineke and heineke told rivera that howell should start i guess i mean they bench wentz again heineke and i guess you know he's been busting his ass it's a game that they're at a playoff contention he's a free agent heineke i don't i wonder what happened there but maybe he's been busting his ass all year and you know they're a tight-knit group i'm thinking the quarterbacks and he's like shit let's get him in there let him play a game see what could happen and uh get ready for next year because I don't think Wentz is going to be the quarterback. Heineke is going to be backing up somewhere else next year, but maybe even, you know, I, this is the thing. The NFL is so freaking terrible. Like, there is a dearth, not a plethora, a dearth of quarterbacks that the 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 Dolphins with, you know, two is out with the concussion. Teddy Bridgewater is the backup, but he has a, he, he didn't fracture his pinky, but he injured his pinky. He doesn't need surgery. It's not broken, but he, he's probably not playing. So Skylar Thompson, the rookie out of Kansas State, is starting. He threw over like 100 yards last week, and they're lost to the – who did they lose last week to? Jesus. You know, I'm, I'm blanking. Well, he could start. And you know who they got? To, you know they just signed to the practice squad? Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon was terrible for the Giants last year. That's that's all they have now? They're going out on the streets, and they're picking up a guy who hasn't played this year, Mike Glennon? Are you kidding me? I was like, oh, my God. Boy, do they suck. I mean, it, not, not that – listen, let me, let me rephrase that. It's not that the Dolphins suck. It's that there's what's out there, that they're the best they can do right now – Colin Kaepernick couldn't get back in the league, but you're telling me Mike Lennon could, has a shot of playing this Sunday in a must-win. They have to win the Dolphins, and the the Pats have to lose to the Bills, which could happen. I just also saw the Ravens-Bengals game is going to be at 1 o'clock. There's some, it was an interesting, somebody posted a scenario. I mean, this is all just, you know, this isn't fact. This isn't fact, but a guy put up a scenario for what he thought should be, um, this is what he said, move week 18 Ravens and Bengals and Pats and Bills to this Saturday, which they're not going to do. Bills and Bengals resumes on following... Thursday night, one twelve. This concludes the regular season. NFC wildcard wildcard games take place that Saturday and Sunday. All AFC playoff games get a bye week. So the next week, the AFC wildcards play. NFC divisional rounds takes place. Afterwards, four AFC teams remain and two NFC teams remain. Last two NFC teams get a bye week. AFC divisional rounds takes place. Next week is championship weekend. was supposed to be Pro Bowl week. That gets pushed back until after the Super Bowl, which I think it should be anyway, so everybody can be at that. And Super Bowl reigns the same week as originally scheduled. Now this was, oh, and McColl Hardman, abdomen comes off IR to play, which is good for them to the playoffs. And this was from, who was this from again? This was from a guy named Goodberry, Joe Goodberry. Think it outside the box. I just think that with the TV and everything, they're not going to switch it around. And they haven't even said if they're going to make up that game. Now I did see that he is doing a lot better Well, okay, he's doing better. He's shown improvement the last two days, which is good for the Bills' safety. And, I mean, that's good. We're happy that DeMar Hamlin, everybody's talking about it. Teams are talking about it. Press conferences are talking about it, which they should. And, you know, I feel that in the future, I mean, you you hope this isn't going to happen, but it could happen, is that this isn't, that if it does happen in the future, that, you know, games, I know the game has to supposedly has to go on, but... I don't know how guys can stay focused, and that's when you have injuries. But we'll see what happens going forward. Lottie is home. Good, yeah, you're, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Ha! So Hal's now. There are four. I said they should have a fifth. He told me if I become the mammy, the Manny. I'm sorry, the Manny. That I will. Uh, he'll have another kid. But you know, we're all joking here. We're all having a good time. Baby's home. Family's home. And uh, yeah, crazy, right? But yeah. That scenario, it, it just sounds very messy. And then you have some teams play, then the team off. And, you know, it just, I don't know what they're, I think they're, they're going to have to work around it. And, I, I mean, that's what we're going to see. We're going to see what happens going forward. But it, it should be interesting to see what happens. So so Kayvon Thibodeau was asked about Jeff Saturday and his comments and criticism of his Celebration. I don't know who he is, so I'm not really too concerned about people who comment on me and I don't know. A comment on me that I don't know. Yeah, wait a minute. So you don't know who the coach of the Colts is? That's a great answer. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't believe that he didn't know. And and you know what? It has gotten so out of control that it's just the norm now with all the celebrations for just stupid plays. Dude, you're getting paid to get sacks and to make plays on defense. And then to do a snow angel, it's just dumb. And they don't give a shit. And it's gotten like at every every turnover the defense runs down the field and does something. Now, that you know, Michigan was losing the game and they had a pair of glasses they put over for turnovers or for big plays. You're losing the game. And the turnover change, it's like, guys, focus on the game. And it's gotten out of control. They can't control it anymore. You know, the kids are getting paid, which I'm all for getting paid. But this stuff, it's too much. And him just being like that, I'm I'm just like, yeah, it drives drives me crazy. And that he doesn't know who he is and all that good. It's over with. You did it. You're not going to change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now now Bobby Petrino is... um, it's gonna be the he he got signed by UNLV the offensive coordinator a month ago, I guess that didn't work out. Now he's gonna be the offensive coordinator at Texas A&M, and people said he should be pretty good. I guess we'll see what happens going forward. But I was like, really? I thought that was crazy. Now, I realized I made some mistakes. Jets have had a losing record, not for the eighth season in a row, and not a record. Eight is a record, seven years in a row with a losing record. Okay, and Denver has lost 15 straight to the Chiefs. And, and Robert Sala, I mean, you know what? Dude, you're going to go down with, with Zach Wilson because he said re, he has confidence in Wilson, says that Wilson does need to get away from football, sit on a beach, read a book, and reset. And the organization intends to maxim- maximize Wilson's potential come hell or high water. Well, there is no poten- potential. I mean, there always is potential. But as a number two pick, and I know comparing him to Daniel Jones and everything, so are we going to wait five years for something to happen? Maybe that's the thing. I mean, it also goes down to the coaching. That so this offseason, you know, they should be working with him nonstop. They should have a plan for him, and he should come in like ball busters and show everybody next year that he was worthy the pick and he's ready to play. Is that going to happen? Probably not. But I mean, you know, Salah and Douglas drafted this guy. Well, yeah, they both agreed on him. Th- that's the face of the franchise. That's who they put their they put their 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 uh, the reputations behind. And what else are they going to say? Oh, no, we're done with them. They have to. That's what they have to do. It's, it's a mess. It's, it's, it's truly a mess. And this was interesting. I talked about that Tulane's first win against an AP top. This was yes, yesterday's win. I'm sorry. Monday's win over USC was their first win against an AP top 10 team since September 17, 1983, when they beat number nine Florida State 34-28. But they, have, they had a forfeit to win. They forfeited their victories over Ole Miss and Florida State after the Supreme Court of the United States declined to hear a case on the eligibility of quarterback John English, which resulted in the NCAA ruling of his being ineligible due to failing to follow transfer rules, were upheld. He was the son of first-year head coach Wally English, and he tried to play before sitting out a full season. Isn't that crazy? So their last win against an AP Top 10 was, was forfeited because the quarterback of the team, when they got the win, hadn't sat out long enough in transfer rules. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I said, you know what? I got to put that up for Gumbo Chef. So I put that up right now. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And they haven't fixed the athletic. I've sent them numerous emails. They don't don't even respond. Have have, have we solved the problem for you? No, no, no. I have a number to call. The number doesn't work. I still can't. Any of my saved stories, I can't read. And it's pissing me off beyond belief, but they don't seem to really care, and I've sent them email after email after email, and I'm getting no response from them, that irritates the hell out of me, it really does, it really pisses me off, and Bo Kimball says he gets phone calls every time an athlete drops the way Hank Gathers did, Kimball's nonprofit aims to place defibrillators in all public places to raise awareness about the dangers of sudden cardiac arrest, I'm impressed by that, right, I mean, that, that's impressive to me, so if the Vikings win, the Niners lose, the Giants will travel to San Francisco. That seems unlikely since the Niners have won nine straight. The Cardinals have lost eight of the last nine, and San Francisco's favorite by 14 and a half. Hey, they only lost by three to Minnesota on a 61-yard field goal. You know, uh, John, John Feliciano said, we didn't play our best game, and they knocked a 61-yard field goal to win. There's no moral victories, but I think it's kind of obvious. If we played better, we probably would have won that game. And remember, hey, that year that you can't compare, but the Giants went all out in that loss to the, to the Pats in the last game of the season undefeated Pats, and then they ended up beating them in the Super Bowl. So, you know, yeah, beating the same team twice is hard. And Jones didn't put any balls in danger on Sunday in the win against – it was the Colts. Short passes. He didn't have a single attempt over 20 yards for the second time in the past three games. Yeah, they've shown more faith in Jones. Dan Dugan wrote all this great stuff. He said, they've been running a more conventional passing offense rather than relying so everything on bootlegs. And Jones has proven he's capable of making good decisions and delivering accurate passes – He's 5th in rushing, 708. He's had 120 carries, which is 3rd in the NFL, and tied for 3rd in rushing touchdowns with 7. He's played every game in this season for the first time in his career, but he has to be careful about the unnecessary hits. And the big pickup this year has been claiming Isaiah Hodgins on November 2nd after he's waived by the Bills. He had 4 catches for 41 yards in 2.5 seasons. But with the Giants, 33 catches, 351 yards, 4 touchdowns in 8 games, Chase Claypool with the Bears in six games has 12 catches, 111 yards, and no touchdowns. Jerry Judy, who was a guy they were going to go after, 32 catches, 369 yards, and three touchdowns since the trade deadline. So he's been playing well. Hodgins, 6'4", 210, 4'6", 40 yard dash, which was one of the slowest among wide receivers of the 2020 Combine. But he runs great routes and and also showed great separation on a 19-yard gain in the first half. And he's a feel for where to sit in zones as he did on a six yard touchdown catch great hands and has been a major acquisition on a guy who got waved and that's what you want you want guys like that, that come in and you know get the job done and i mean they waved him and he got the job done i mean that's all you can ask for yeah i mean that's a great acquisition right there and barkley hey averaging 5.2 yards the past three games after averaging 3.3 the shoulder must be healing that's a good thing mckinney has a splint so he can't grab at opponents, which is good because you know, Darney hole Darney Holmes was flagged for his league high six defensive holding penalty on the third and seventh on the Colts opening drive, four of his holding penalties have come on third downs. And, uh, you know, someone said that Dugan said they should put him in a splint. They, they haven't shown any inclination to make a change in slot cornerback this season, but that's a position they need to upgrade in the future. And they talked about Landon Collins. Isn't that, you know, uh, is it a playmaker in every play, but he can, he can make plays in spots. He had a 52-yard pick six against the Colts. He's starting right now. They just brought him in off the practice squad after he signed that huge contract with the Commanders, which really didn't pan out. Yeah, you know, you want guys that can help, and we'll see what happens with the Giants. I mean, they play the Vikings. Anything's possible, right? The Bears, they're shutting down Justin Fields. Really, I think they're trying to get the number one draft pick, he's a strain in his hip, so he will not be able to, he was 63 yards from tying Lamar Jackson's twelve hundred six yards rushing in a season. He said he doesn't want to run as much next season. He says he wants to be more of a pocket passer, but they needed it this year. It doesn't matter. I mean, they've been playing terrible. I mean, uh, Sonny will be the second game field that's missed this season. He sat out week 12 the last time, and then Nathan Peterman, who sucks. That's another thing. That's your backup, Nathan Peterman. I mean, you got you got him, he's going to play this week, and you have a chance that uh, Mike Lennon could play this week. He last logged the start in 2018 with the Bills. 3-13, the, the Bears. Uh, Justin Fields has com- uh, 60% of his completions, over 2,200 yards, 17 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 11-43 on the ground, 8 touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, Peterman sucks. <laughs> he, I mean, come on. So, I mean, I, I guess they're trying to... They didn't look good in Detroit, but he improved his passer rating by over 12 points. This season, his QBR went up almost double, well, double this season, which is good. I mean, he can run the ball, but, you know, you got to be careful. Getting hit that much is not good for the future. And the Bears, you know, they're trying to get the number one pick. We'll see. The Bears, yeah, they've been terrible. They haven't won since October. Yeah, I mean, I guess they want the number one pick. They need to the quarterback. I, I guess they'll go after Willie Anderson. They'll be rooting for the Texans. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the schedule now for NFL schedule this week because I know the Bears-Packers has been flexed. All right, so we got Saturday. we got Raiders or Chiefs, and then we have the Titans-Jaguars. That's a night game. Then Ravens-Bengals, Browns-Steelers, Vikings-Bears. Okay, so so that's the Vikings are playing the Bears. I can't see the Vikings lose that game. Pats-Bills, Jets-Dolphins, Buccaneers-Falcons, Panthers-Saints, Texans-Colts, Texans lose. I would say they are the Cardinals, Niners, Cowboys, Commanders, Rams, Seahawks, Giants, Eagles, Chargers, Broncos, and Lions, Packers. And the next weekend will be wild card. So I want to NFL draft. NFL draft order. Right now we have. So right now you have Houston. Yeah, Houston's two thirteen and one. The Bears are. So we, you're hoping. Houston wins that game. Houston's not going to win that game. Come on, that's not happening. So it's Houston, Chicago, Denver, which goes to Seattle at three. Arizona, Indianapolis. Rams goes to the Lions at six right now. Atlanta, Vegas, Carolina. New Orleans goes to the Eagles at 10. That's crazy. Tennessee, 11. Cleveland goes to the Texans at 12. The Jets at 13. Washington, Pittsburgh. Miami forfeited their pick. All oh, right, they did something. Oh, that was with the Tom Brady shit, and the Giants wouldn't pick right now until twenty third. So Detroit right now has the damn the sixth and the seventeenth pick. Crazy, crazy. We'll see what happens, but it should be interesting going forward. We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll, time will tell. But yeah, I don't think the Texans are gonna. Yeah, I mean they. Yeah, Texans. Yeah, they play and they and they and they play Indianapolis. At Indianapolis, Sam Ellinger, that's going to be an ugly game. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be very ugly. We'll see what happens going forward. But, yeah. And they also, Equinomius St. Brown, they signed to a one-year, $1.25 million, a raise from nine sixty-five this season. Signed last all season from the Packers. 20 catches, 320 yards, a touchdown this year, good in blocking. Third most receiving yards and fifth most targets. He's uh, Amon Ra- St. Brown. That's his brother. So, you know, good for him. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, all right. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens on that front. Vikings, this is not good. So offensive tackle Brian O'Neill, has played so well. Partially torn Achilles out for the rest of the season in the playoffs. Next man up. Now they're saying also that Kyler Murray, his meniscus repair will make the recovery recover longer than an isolated ACL tear. Kingsbury also said Kyler probably won't be ready for the start of the 2023 season. One of the doctors that I follow, a doctor I follow on, on Twitter said that given meniscus plus ACL, it's unlikely we'll see Kyler's dynamic rushing ability on display until November, December. Yeah, yeah I mean, he needed an ACL reconstruction and a meniscus repair, so that's going to be a while. And Josh Duball always says great stuff. He said, in the past 10 Super Bowls, three teams won Super Bowl with a quarterback on rookie deal, Ravens with Flacco, Seahawks with Wilson, and Chiefs with Mahomes. Eagles had Wentz on a rookie deal when they won, but he got hurt and Falls took over. Talked about Jimbo Fisher with Petrino. And Auburn's first SEC game with Hugh Freeze as head coach is September 23rd at Texas A&M. And, and the ratings for the college football playoff semifinals, the uh, 21.7 for Georgia, Ohio State, in the Peach, and TCU, Michigan, in the Fiesta, 28% up from last year. Best in five years, according to Nielsen, fast nationals the two games ranked as the most watched non-new year's day semifinals ever they were the third most watched since the college football playoff era kicked off in 2014 so uh the georgia ohio state peaked at 23.9 well that was yeah come on the thriller ranked as the most watched primetime semifinals since the first year of the college football playoff and fourth best ever it was also the top non-NFL sporting event on a single broadcast or cable network since the 2022 College Football National Championship game. And TCU topped out at 26.4 from 7.45 to 8 p.m. Third most watched. Yeah, crazy. Top five non-NFL telecasts since the start of 2022. So yeah, ratings were there. I was watching them. I mean, my, my father even was watching the end of the dump game with the missed field goal and missed the ball drop. So did Michigan. Missed the ball drop. Ratings are there, man. Ratings are there. We saw players of the week Mike Evans, Karen Jordan, who set the franchise record for the Saints, uh, cornerback kick returner uh, Keyshawn Nixon. AFC was Austin Eckler. He had a great game for the Chargers. Safety Kyle uh, Duger for the Patriots and Corey. Bojorquez. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Juan. Bojorquez for the Browns. Yeah, we saw that stuff. That's good. Hey, listen. And Rich Rod is now back in the FBS. Jacksonville State last year was in the FCS. First year, they went 9-2 when the the, uh, American Sun Conference Championship. They will make the leap to Conference USA, Liberty, New Mexico State, and Sam Houston will also be joining the league this summer. So Rich Rodriguez is back in the FBS. Rangers were down 3-2, ended up winning 5-3. Took over in the third period. 18th win for Shosturkin. Carolina's win streaks over at seven, over at 11, I'm sorry. And a 17 game, 17 game point streak. They hadn't lost in regular, they have not lost in regulation since it was November 23rd, which is crazy. Mika had a goal and assist. They're 22 and three at, at the garden. Regular and postseason against Carolina. That's, that's some domination. And, uh, Jimmy VC signed a two-year extension, 800000 dollars annual annual average, runs through 2024, 25, six goals, six assists, 12 points in 38 games, 29. Yeah, he, you know, he, he came out of college, out of Harvard. He won the Hobie Baker for the best player back in 2016. He's been a pretty good, he's not, he's not a great player, but you know, he, you need glue guys, you need guys that can help the uh on, on the lower lower lines of the Rangers, so he's on pace for 13 goals, 26 points. He's a fourth, and he's fourth in penalty penalty kill ice time around Ranger forwards. Yeah, so I mean, hey, he's 29, still young. Didn't have to sign him for a ton of money. Yeah, they said he does it, He does enough other stuff to allow the scores to do what they do, so they signed him. Caps lost to the the Sabers five four in overtime. Tage Thompson. Three goals, 30 on the season, his third hat trick of the season. And Ovechkin had two goals. Now he's at 808 for his career. What is he now? He is 86 behind Gretzky, which is crazy. Yeah, that's that's nuts. And Gary Bettman says they're ready to cash in on streaming. He's excited to see big tech companies like Amazon and Apple bidding on sports rights. They signed a seven-year media deal with Disney and Turner for respective $400 million and $225 million a season, which is awesome. And we'll see that, you know, hey, more money to the league, that's good enough. You know, it's good. But they're not going to expand, which I kind of like they're not going to expand because I think expand, it just it dilutes the talent pool. And I think right now what they have is damn good. And keep it at that. Now, the Knicks are playing the Spurs. They lost last week. In 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 San Antonio, Obi Toppin upgraded Daffel first time since he went out on an injury December 7th over Atlanta. R.J. Barrett, he's out. He lacerated his finger. Fourth straight game he's going to miss on a baseline drive against Doncic early in Tuesday's game against the Mavericks. That's crazy. So, that's they're playing tonight. The Nets are playing tonight, too. They're going for number... They're going for number 13 in a row today. Who, 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 who are they playing today? The... They are playing today. The Nets are playing the at the Bulls tonight. And Wake Forest is playing at North Carolina. Wake Forest 10-4, North Carolina 9-5. Neither team ranked. That's on ACC Network at 9 o'clock. i got to watch some of that game. And the Devils are at the Red Wings tonight. Devils have not <coughs> been played good hockey lately. <coughs> at all. Oh, my gosh. Just like crazy here. Yeah, just nuts. Nuts, nuts, nuts. And how about this? OKC scored 150 last night on on the Celtics. That's the second most points ever given up in franchise history. They gave up 160 back in back in 1979 to the Pistons. They lost 160, 160 to 117. They lost last night 150 to 117 and you had no SGA playing who was out. He was uh, a non-COVID illness. Just like tonight LeBron's out with a non-COVID illness. Something you know, hey, the flu's going around, folks. Giddy had 25. Dort had 23. Unbelievable. They had they got, got five guys, 20 points or more for the for the team. Schmerkish 4. How you doing there, buddy? You want to talk any sports? Bring it up. Let's talk about it. JD talking sports, all right? Worst blowout loss of the season for the for the first place, and mostly healthy. I, I don't know what the happened there. I mean, that's crazy. OKC is now 7-0 when Aaron Wiggins starts. He had 70 points. I, I that game. Perplexes me to no end. Yeah, three other. You had five five Thunder players score twenty or more. Jalen Brown at twenty nine to lead the Celtics. I mean, how, how, how does that happen? It's unbelievable. You know, I mean, the second most points they've given up in franchise history. I mean, that's and no SGA playing. Who's averaging thirty one a game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy. And the Bucks. Giannis had a career high fifty five points, ten rebounds, seven assists. 20 for 33 from the field, 15 for, for 16 from the foul line. Career high for the two-time MVP. They ended a five-game winning streak for the Wizards. Two points shy of Michael Red's 57, which is a franchise record, 55. And it's the 10th time an NBA player scored 50 more in a game in the last month. That's more than an all-but-18 full NBA seasons. 15. That's more than an all-but-18 full NBA seasons. That's, that's what I feel like. Is anybody playing defense? Because I feel like the scoring has gone way up to the point where you're like, guys are scoring 50 points like it seems like every game. And it's the 14th time someone has dropped 50-plus this season already tied for 7th most in an NBA season. Thank you, Mike uh, Vorkanov, for that one. So they won by 13 over the Wizards. Yeah, Giannis has scored at least 40 points in three straight games for the first time in his career. You had Sacramento, 117-115. Uh, De'Aaron Fox at 37, he hit, hit a... Layup with 0.4 seconds left. They threw the ball down. Marketing got the shot off the center to overtime, but he hit it after the buzzer. And they got the win, Sacramento, over Utah. And Duncan Robinson will require surgery and be off finger surgery at four weeks. He was sustained in Washington in November and has not healed since. 11 points, three rebounds, two assists. He's also the leading three-point shooter in in, um, heat history. And the Connecticut Sun hired former player Rion January as an assistant coach. She played 14 seasons in the league, including a stint with the Sun between 2020-21. She won a WNBA championship with Indiana in 2012. She averaged eight points, two rebounds, and three assists over the course of her career. She was the sixth pick out of Arizona State back in 2009 by the fever. You know, hey, I like all these women going into coaching. I think it's going to be great. And Connecticut will begin their 2023 season, May 19th, with a game against January's first team, the Fever. How about Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh beats Virginia 68-65. Uh, Nikkei Sabande had 16.6 rebounds, and the Panthers in a race, 11-point deficit to end the, 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 Virginia, their third loss in five games. So Pitt lost to West Virginia by 25, Michigan by 31. It's now 4-0 in the ACC and beat North Carolina and Virginia back-to-back. Crazy, right? And how about the CAA? John Fanta put this up. The last time a team of the CAA was ranked in the regular season, the year was 87. David Robinson was leading Navy to a 26-6 and season. College of Charleston, they're playing North Carolina A&T tonight, carried the nation's longest winning streak, 13, into its game today on CBS Sportsnet. All right, cool. And how about this? So Claudia Rania, you know, I told, told you about what happened back in 91. Greg uh, Burhalter had kicked his wife in an argument. 91. Well, they said that the wife of Claudia Rania father of Gio Rania Well, th- th- this is they're saying that dad sent multiple messages to U S soccer executive during the world cup, threatening to reveal sensitive details about the coach, about his past. He said he was being blackmailed dating back to the fall of 91. He said he kicked her in the legs, calling it a shameful moment. And one that I regret to this day. Yeah. They had information. He said, he, d- he said he, he, that he, that he, he decided to, you know, he, he was trying to leverage it because he knew someone had it. And I guess he knew it was Reyna. He said that, um, yeah, it, it, you see this stuff, you're just like crazy, yeah. He said he kicked his now wife, Rosalind during an argument four months after they first met and started dating in the fall of 91. Said he and Rosalind told their friends and family members what had happened at the time, but didn't go to the local authorities. They started out counseling to help learn, grow, and I- improve. They reconciled seven months later and have been together ever since. So she played with, she played at North Carolina with, with, Gio Rania's mother which is uh, uh, yeah his wife Danielle yeah what the next, yeah US Soccer did not receive any details about the claims of December 11th when an executive was informed that in a call with Cody Rania and his wife Danielle that Berhalter had a past domestic violence incident yeah i, I just find this kind of like 1991 are you kidding me he, so Claudia Rainey, who's currently sporting director for MLS, MLS club Austin FC, did not reply to a text message. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, crazy. In the fall, yeah, I met my soulmate. I just turned eighteen. Was a freshman in college when I met Rosalind. One night while out drinking at a local bar, Rosalind and I had a heated argument that continued outside. It became physical, and I kicked her in the legs. Jesus, they have four kids together, so I guess they're not going to be friends any anytime soon. So Claudia Rainier and Burhalter have a hit relationship that spans decades. They played youth and high school soccer together. Their respective U.S. national team careers both spanned from 94 to 2006. And their wives, Daniel Rainier, back then it was Daniel Danielle Egan, and Rosalind Berhalter, uh back then Santana, were four-year teammates at UNC. That's crazy, right? I mean, w- were they upset that Gio didn't play a lot in the World Cup? But I was like, wow. I-, I was stunned when I saw this. I was like, holy shit. I was like, wow. Just throwing, you know, wow. I was just like, oh my God. I mean, the wise were teammates in college and everything. Never, don't, don't, just, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I just, I don't even know what to say on that front. Oh my, oh my God. It's just like, I said this stuff and I'm like, 1991. How many people don't get into arguments with with their loved ones? Okay, maybe we don't kick them and everything, but everybody's had an argument with their loved one. And then this shit, hey. The VATEC man is here. Blackbeard has joined the house. Blackbeard. All right. Yeah. Wow. Dude. I went hiking with 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 uh, Blackbeard. Let me tell you something. Him and his fiance are fast on the trails. I couldn't even keep up. I was watching two of them in amazement. This guy's gonna hike from Canada down to Mexico. I've talked about it before. I'm very impressed with this guy. He is very talented. I feel bad for VodTech, but I think the basketball team is better than the football team. But he had a rough year with football and you know hey shit happens and uh yeah UNC we what, what we were what 9 and 1 and we finished on a four game losing streak so i mean it happens but uh yeah nice look hey all right man all right you got got people just joining left and right and it it seems like Harbaugh, well i love this ariel helwani on dana white got into, he blamed it on the alcohol dude dude you're old enough that you, you you don't have to get drunk and you get into an altercation with your wife you know that's when you know you're drinking too much and you're out and being stupid and you're a public figure, you got to take it down a notch. No, no. Dana White's an, an arrogant prick. He's kind of an arrogant prick. He is, yeah. You know, he, you know, I, I've never, you know, I feel like he has all the power with the fighters and I'm not a big fan of him and, you know, it's nice to see when people do dumb shit and TMC's everywhere. I mean, they have cameras everywhere and, you know, yeah, he, I agree with uh, Mr. Hawani that, you know, he he is who we thought he was. A douchebag. I like to Sam Howell's gonna get his first start. And the Lakers, LeBron is downgraded out tonight at home against Miami. Doesn't matter if they're not playing good ball anyway. Yeah, LeBron's out. Non non COVID. That's what they have called it now, a non COVID illness. Oh, Elijah Mitchell is officially opening up the practice window with the with the uh with the Niners, which will help them postseason. That's a good guy. But he seems to get hurt all the time. And we'll see what happens on that front. Going forward. Well, it's good. He'll be back for playoff times, which is really good. Eric Hosmer, nah, he went to the Red Sox, did nothing. The signed a big contract with the Padres. Padres dumped him to the Red Sox. The Red Sox dumped him. And now he signed with the Cubs. Man, didn't the Cubs won a championship a couple of years ago. And now they're like, done. It's like they're going backwards. It's like they're going back to the old Cubs. I thought they'd have a run going. They did not have a run going. It has not been good. It's not been good at all. And this is a current NFL executive on, on Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. Jim wants to be an NFL coach again. He wants the juice of being in the league and fighting for Super Bowls. He loves Michigan with every ounce of his being, but he wants back into pro football. Are we shocked? No. No, I'm not shocked at all. So that's an interesting. He goes, who's going to become the next Michigan coach? Because, I mean, they've got a two straight college football playoffs. They got McCarthy. And would that lead to a mass exodus? And would J.J. McCarthy go in the transfer portal? I don't know. I mean, I think this season turned out to be a disappointment. I mean, I really thought they should have won against TCU, and we should be talking about them in the college football playoff. But I'm rooting for TCU, man, not for Georgia. I-, I want the underdog. I'm all in on the underdog. We'll see what happens. Yeah, he wants a juice of it. Good. Good for you. Go for it. Go for it, Jimmy. I wish you the best. And yesterday, Kansas State left Texas with a key win, 160-103 over number six Texas. Most points combined in regulation of a Big 12 conference game, smashing the previous record of 199 points, set on February 9, 2002, when Texas beat Colorado 104-95. Third most ever points scored in a Big 12 conference game, the only games outranking it involving multiple overtime periods. That's crazy. It was the most points an unranked team has scored over a top 10 opponent since Loyola Marymount lost to number 10 LSU, remember that game, 122-114. Yeah, yeah. Kansas state also set the mark for most points ever scored by an unranked team in a road win over a top 10 team in the AP era, which began in the 48, 49 season. That's pretty impressive, right? Yeah. And Texas can't be happy about that. And uh, yeah. And we weren't, is Chris beard. Is he going to come back? That's what I'm, you know I mean? Is he going to be coaching? I guess we'll see what happens going forward. UCLA. Well, uh, Charbonnet is graduating. He rushed for over almost 2,500 yards, 27 touchdowns last two years have to transfer to Michigan. Well, now they got the Ball State running back last two years at Ball State, so he has two years of eligibility left. They're going to get Carson Steele, who rushed for over 1,500 yards and 14 touchdowns this year, over 2,400 yards and 20 touchdowns in two years at Ball State, also 323 receiving yards. So he was all-MAC this season, and now he is going to play for UCLA. That's a good pickup for them. They also they also went to the MAC for quarterback transfer Colin Schley, who had 2,100 passing yards this this past season with Kent State. So we'll see how they do. They lost to Pitt in the Sun Bowl, which uh, Scott, yeah, Scott was talking to me about his. Um, he had my, my cousin Scott has a. He's he, he's he's agent. He's NBA agent, and they're getting some players. Actually, he said there's a kid that's coming in, that uh, what he's 21 years old and he's going he has a connection in Dayton, ohio and they're gonna try to get him college offers he's six foot ten i said you can't teach height so he showed me the website website looks really good and i was like i had him on a show previously and i was like congrats man dude keep it up man keep up the good work keep on keep on yeah yeah jets backing wilson through hell or high water I, i i i i'm sorry and hey, Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon is a vatech grad. He might get some playing time this week for the for the the Dolphins, which would be bad for the Dolphins if he got in. CJ Gardner Johnson and Robert Quinn both designated to return from the IR. That'll help the defense, but you still need offense. Yeah, Bobby Petrino, moron. Zach Zach Taylor said that uh, Sean McDermott told him that I need to be at the hospital with the Mar. That's all he had to say, man. Yeah. And uh, Max Kellerman says, Daniel Jones is a top five NFL quarterback. Hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Maryland added, this is good for Ari has to be pumped about this, a quality wide receiver, West Virginia transfer, Caden Prather. He had 52 catches, 501 yards last year for Maryland. So, you know, guys are, transfer portal is the transfer portal. And and Edger and James refused to drink or smoke throughout his career, helped him become one of the all-time best. Yeah. I'd be like, why am I doing that either? I'd be like, I'm. I'm not. A, I. I got to take care of myself. I got to be healthy. I got to. I got to be smart. I definitely agree. Yeah, Nets going for their thirteenth in a row today, which is crazy. I love that Sam Howell is. Uh, yeah, crazy. Yeah, Zach Teller said Sean McDermott told him I need to be at the hospital tomorrow. That, I. I agree. That's the only place he had to be. That's the only place. And listen to this. By 2024, the four most expensive stadiums arena in the world will be in L.A. and Vegas. SoFi cost $5 billion to build. MSG Sphere in, in, in Vegas costs $2.2 billion. The Intuit Dome in Inglewood, that's where the the Clippers are going to play, $2 billion. And Allegiant Stadium in Vegas cost $2 billion. Is that nuts? That is, that is crazy. By four stadiums over $2 billion each. And they don't even have a team at this fear yet, so we'll see what happens. Thank you, boardroom, for that one. I mean, that's that's impressive, right? Yeah, Mike Glennon. Are you fucking kidding me? Mike Glennon. Yeah, Bridgewater dislocated pinky. He's probably not playing. On his throwing hand. It's going to be hard to play quarterback if he can't grip the ball. That's usually the case. Sam Howell. Love it. And, and, and Donovan Mitchell, after a 71-point game, got drug tested. Of course he did. They had to make sure he was okay. Yeah, Petrino wasn't in Vegas long enough to finish the hand of blackjack. He could probably got got more money, and uh, yeah, come on. Uh, I go to UNLV, or I could go to Texas A&M. Texas A&M has 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 uh, open checkbooks. So, what do you think? And most clutch baskets by NBA Muse: De'Aaron Fox with thirty-five, DeMar DeRozan with thirty-two, and Luka Doncic with twenty-seven. There's always these clutch. I always find these kind of interesting. Yeah, Jets defense a lot better than Jets offense. We knew that already, and uh, it doesn't matter. The season's pretty much all over. Yeah Yeah Doug, I'm sorry Oh yeah I'm sorry that this information Became public And I regret that I played a role In something that could reopen Wounds from the past That's what Greg Burr Burr Bur- Halter said By Gia Rania's mother That's that's crazy man I mean the, the mother <laughs> I mean that's crazy I mean it's like You know from 19 I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not saying that it was I'm just saying that It just It, it blows my mind All this stuff it's like, you know, they, they're going after people for what they did when, you know, I mean, it's just nuts. Zion Williamson is going to be at least three weeks with a right hamstring tear, strain, I'm strain, I'm sorry. And Marvin Bagley, the third will miss extended time with a right hand fracture. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do any, I'm curious to see what they'll do going forward with this, but we'll see what happens. Giants should definitely rest their starters. The game means nothing. The main game means absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. Tage Thompson, man, signed that contract. He is playing awesome. He is playing phenomenal. And and someone put Kelly Burkett put that. Uh, I remember Coach Narduzzi saying to get Demar to commit, he had to win over his little brother first. And quote from Demar Hamlin on why he stay, stayed home to play at Pitt. He said, "I had a little brother that was two years old at the time. I wanted him to grow up with a role model in his life, and to give him someone to be able to model himself after." Dude, guys, love stories like that. Yeah, just a good, good, just a good person, just a great person. Yeah, Giannis scores fifty-five. OKC is a career high, a record franchise high, hundred fifty points, and SGA doesn't even get in the game. Yeah, the Sam Bagley could be out six to eight weeks. So, Renner, Jeremy Renner was trying to, he had one of those big, I don't even know what to call it. It looked like a big uh, snow plower and it started sliding. He tried to get in behind it, and it ended up uh, crushing him. Lucky he wasn't killed, and the amount of blood he lost, too. Jesus. I mean, I just was like, holy crap. See stuff like that, you're like, Jesus, that's scary shit. Yeah, Terrible. Yeah, I'm seeing if I missed anything else. Henry expected to play. Uh, hip, well, I think they sat him out because the game didn't mean anything. But um, Fanatics has sold a sixty its 60% stake at Candy Digital. Cites an imploding NFT market and doubts that NFTs are sustainable as a standalone business. You think so? Yeah, I, I would say so. I, I would say that they're not sustainable. A lot of this stuff seems like it's very iffy. Jackson State wide receiver Kevin Coleman is visiting Louisville. I love all this stuff. It's like visiting. This this is, you know, I mean, the transfer portal is, yeah, Mike LaFleur is on the hot, 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 hot seat. Yeah, crazy. Since the injury, Duncan shot 35% from three with a finger that would require surgery on a shooting hand. That's pretty impressive with a bad hand. That's, Wow. Yeah, they say that uh, Eccles is going to miss his fourth straight game. Should have went on the IL. And Duvernay Tardif is on the side field. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. So everybody has... Yeah, so Jack Prescott said just obviously praying hard for him and his family. In the same sense, just being able to reflect on where you are, and being present in a moment, in a time. You see something like that and you think about everything that happens in the game. We use the cliches that we put everything on the line and die for this. And then you see someone fighting for their life. And what does that mean? The message is, are you maximizing your time? Because at the end of the day, the best way, how do you put it? Your age, you're not old or young off of your birth date, but off your death date, right? So... How are you taking advantage of your time and maximizing your time you leave nothing to chance he says you get in the film room with the coach on monday and sunday you're thinking about monday how is this going to look at look at film not necessarily you can't live life like not necessarily you can't live life that day but one day you're going to have to answer to the big man did you play the game the right way did you do what i asked for me that's as much as it was but be thankful for your moments and be thankful for everything not that it took that for me. Unfortunately, in my life, I've had, that's nothing new for me, but it's very unfortunate that it takes that for some people in their life to, talk, to maybe understand that or dial down on that. Sad about the whole situation. So I guess he's saying he, he lives life to the fullest, and you never know when it could be taken away from you. Yeah, I mean, that is true. You know, you never know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everybody's thinking about it. I mean, you know, it's one second it's here, next second it's gone. And hey, you know what? He can, maybe he can come back. I, I guess we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, he's doing better, which is good. That's all you can ask about. CBS Sports obtained the NFL's game operations manual that sets a maximum 10 minute warm up. As a standard protocol for a temporary supe- suspended game, it's still unclear who said what to whom. And NFL e- Executive Vice President Troy Vincent strongly denies the five-minute report. He's going to keep denying it. What does it matter? And where was Goodell doing all this? That's all I keep saying. Where the fuck was Goodell? Goodell was nowhere to be heard. I still haven't heard him, a word from him, anything from him. And he's supposed to be the commissioner of football and any owners. You know, I mean, I know everybody's putting prey and they've given money. Robert Kraft gave eight, 18,003. 18 is high. It's supposed to be good luck. Coaches, a lot of teams did stuff. I agree. That's good. Yeah. So wait. Imagine the Chiefs win this week, eliminating the Bengals from the bye. That means they'd be playing in week 20 regardless. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do this. I mean, in the the end, that's what... uh, Yeah, I think they should give the week between the title games and the Super Bowl. I don't know what's going to happen on this. Yeah, it's it's a mess. It's a mess. It it's it's just a mess, messy situation. We'll see what happens going forward. All right. Hardman is activated from the IR. We'll see what happens. AD encouraging He's making relatively, he's relatively pain-free as he, as he rehabs his foot injury. Torian Prince is back for the Wolves. He's been out since November 23rd with a shoulder injury. Crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Let me get the trivia questions. Bum, bum, bum. All right. Last show's trivia question was... What happened... Oh, shit. Was that... Oh, I didn't put it... I didn't write it. Okay, last show's trivia question was... Longest play in Cotton ball history. So Tulane had an 87-yard touchdown pass. Was the longest play from scrimmage in the Cotton ball since 1960, when Syracuse's Ernie Davis also caught an 87-yard touchdown pass. The only longer play from scrimmage in the Cotton Bowl came in 1954 when Rice's Dicky Magel scored on a 95-yard rush. Magel didn't actually score, but was awarded that TD because Alabama's Tom Lewis came off the bench and tackled him and then ran back to the bench and sat down like nobody would see him. Can you believe that? I, saw, I watched it again. I watched it again. He's running down the sideline. The guy runs off, with no helmet on, runs, tackles him, and goes back to the bench. It was pretty freaking funny. So that was the longest play uh, Rice's... Dickie Magel against Alabama. Tommy Lewis came off the bench and tried to stop him. Yeah, that I thought that was hilarious. And today's trivia question is, what happened in the last four days that had never happened before in NBA history? Something happened in the NBA, and I'm talking about it today, happened in the last four days that had never happened before in NBA history, which is crazy. I, I mean, they're not playing any defense right now. So Sam Howell's going to start. The Jets are all in on Zach Wilson thinking he's going to get to the promised land, which he's not. The Giants should probably rest all their starters. I took the Bumbles about Correa. They're saying it's not gonna be a 12 year, $350 to $50 million contract by the time it's done, but the Mets are gonna get something done. So I think it's gonna be probably a five to seven year deal. Who knows what the money's gonna be, but it sounds like Correa is gonna be a Met. It just, maybe this week, Ken Rosenthal, Bumbles thinks it's gonna happen this week. We'll see. It seems like it's been going on way too long, but, and that the Mets aren't, and if that's the case, they're still not done with their spending. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Did did they just say Brian Dable is going to get coach of the year or is coach of the year? It's, doesn't the season have to Doesn't it have to be Yeah, I, I thought that I thought that wasn't done yet. Yeah. No. Yeah, I I think Dable is going to be my is definitely up for coach of the year. Okay, so Bills assigned safety Jared Maiden from the New York Jets practice squad and released cornerback Xavier Rhodes. Wow. Maiden spent week 6 through 8 on the Bills practice squad this season, so there's some familiarity there. But yeah, I mean, listen, we we just want the we just want um we, we, we just want him healthy. You know, I mean, he's doing better, but, I mean, it's still they haven't given any they haven't given any other updates saying that Hamlin's doing better. And he was 100% on oxygen. Then I read he was 50% on oxygen. So we'll see what happens going forward. And, uh, yeah, that's that's that, that, that's all you can ask for. So hopefully he gets healthy. And we're going to keep playing football. And Tomlin, if he wins on Sunday, we'll have enough, he's never had a losing season, which is crazy. I mean, I thought this season was done, and they still have a shot to make the playoffs, the, the Steelers. I guess we'll see what happens going forward. Oh, my God. Is there going to be – is there – wait. Oh, wait, there is a new – History of the World Oh yeah, they're doing History of the World Part 2 Mel Brooks Oh my god Yeah, I don't know how, how I feel about this Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this But it's coming to Hulu It's coming soon to Hulu Yeah, I don't know I mean, I love I loved the original But I, I don't know how I feel about this Time will tell We'll see Alright so, somebody left to Michigan. My parents, Mrs. S. Blackbeard, thanks for being here today. Schmirkish, four. I don't know, but you know, I, I, you know, if you're gonna listen, come on, come fo- come forward. Let's talk some sports. Let's talk something. I guess people come and they they split. It happens. Everybody have a great day. Peace out. I gotta go. Adios.